Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Love Talk Radio. Follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. I'm glad to be here on this Monday night. Um, beautiful weather. I'll tell you what, it's day and night. It was one of the things that I had to get used to moving back to the great state of Ohio. Um, for those that are not uh, familiar with the show or myself, um, at the ripe age of 18, I went ahead and joined the United States Army. Um, had the choice of going to Germany or Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Um, honestly, if I would have known what I end up knowing about Germany, I would have picked Germany. <laughs> but I was like, you know, hell, I have hardly ever left the Dayton, Ohio area, no alone. Ohio. So let me try stateside. I was there for three days in North Carolina. I said, you're going to Bosnia. So I ended up spending a year over and uh, between a combination of Hungary, Bosnia, and Croatia. Um, and then spent, ended up spending the last roughly two years of my uh, service in the uh, Army um, at Fort Bragg um, after basic and AIT. Uh, I think it was about I joined in October, so it was about six months, and I spent about two and a half years at Fort Bragg. And then I ended up spending from 2000 till 2019, so the next 19 years in North Carolina. Um, I know one of the times I came back, we were all planning to do something, and I was using the daylight um, to determine when it was time to go home, get changed, shower, get ready to go out for the night. 
And next thing I knew, it was 9.30, 9.45, and I was like, holy snap, like, what happened? Like, it just got dark. Uh, and that was one of the things moving back, and I was still kind, still kind of adjust to, um, because the real job, I got to get up between 2.30 and 3.30, depending on who's there the day, what's going on tomorrow morning. Actually, I'm going to try to be up at 1.30. Um, I got a lot going on Wednesday that I need to spend tomorrow getting ready for. And so um, getting used to it still being light out at 9.30 at night and going to sleep has been something uh, different for me. Um, not used to going to bed while it's still light outside. Um, and it's crazy just to think we're in the same time zone, but being how in North Carolina you're in the very east of the time zone, and in North Carolina you're or in Ohio you're in the very west of like I'm like 45 minutes left of driving time to the next time zone, so it gets later. And people always ask, well, does that mean to get later? Does it take later to get um, later to get light out in the morning? I said, no, really, not really. And they kind of looked at me. I said, the only thing I can assume is the fact that when the sun comes up in the east, we're still right here on the east. But when the sun's going down in the west, it's going down on the completely other side of the United States. So North Carolina, it's, it's, that's a far reach. Um, you're, you're still looking about 500 miles west that Ohio is, at least where we're at. At least that's what it mileage is from where I moved from to where I stay at now. But anyway, um, glad to be here. Glad to have a – it was a beautiful day, 75 degrees. I'll tell you what, that's another thing I'd get used to is 75 degrees. We're still maybe pants in a T-shirt in North Carolina. We were shorts and a hoodie in North Carolina. These people walking around in shorts and no shirt like it's 100 degrees outside, like they're dying. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, it's not quite that warm, but I uh, did enjoy. Got a good about uh, four-mile walk in, got the gym in, um, got the car in the shop. For those who have been listening to the show, know I got my car stolen back the day before Thanksgiving, got it two days before Christmas, and uh, it took five months to be able to get my car in the shop, but officially went in the shop today, $6,200 worth of repairs. Um, so, uh, I got to run off for the next two weeks and it comes out and then I got to take it to the mechanic cause I got a, a timing chain or timing something issue. Um, and then I got to get it over to the tire place cause, uh, my driver's side front tire keeps losing air. That thing might be a sensor. So I might have to spend another 80 to hundred bucks to get that taken care of. But anyway, it is what it is. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll track through it. Um, before I forget, I want to wish all the mothers out there um, a happy Mother's Day Sunday coming up since that will happen before the next show. I hope you guys, uh, all you ladies and all you mothers out there, have a, a great day, and I hope all your, all the children out there in the world do, uh, do their moms right and uh, take care of them for the day. Um, as far as I know of, I will be on the air next Monday night. That's pending because the wife's birthday is on Monday. Um, I should still be here, but uh, um, got 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 some things planned, so we'll, we'll figure out that life as well when that time comes. Um, don't forget tomorrow night, right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network, which brings me to my next point before we jump into the, the shows this week. Um, we not only have we re-upped our website, www.the110nationsports.com, for the next 10 years. Don't go rushing over there because we're not going to actually have that website up for about another year. This year, year 11 of the 110 Nation, we want to focus on um, the radio side of the house and build that better and, instead of stretching ourselves thin. 
Um, but we went ahead and locked that website in. Um, we also renewed www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Uh, www so if you go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, um, you guys can check out all the shows, all the replays of all the shows, all the different – there's tabs to all the different uh, – um, platforms that the shows play on, the schedule of the shows, our marketing partners and all that. Um, for those that are curious out there, you guys can catch our shows on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, Block Talk Radio, which all the shows are live on um, and, and pretty much originate on and then get distributed to all the platforms. Except this show, I am live on Wisdom as well. Glad to have you all from Wisdom joining us, and uh, hope you guys go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com to be able to catch the rest of the shows um, going on here at the 110 Nation uh, Sports Radio Network until I am able to uh, walk away from all the uh, quote-unquote real jobs, and uh, we have all the shows live over here on Wisdom. Um, also, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, uh, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, uh, Pod and YouTube. Um, but you guys go check that out, all the shows. Tomorrow night, we got Race Chat Live with Chris, Craig, and Taz. Um, Chris will be back in the studio. He was at Talladega last week. The guys will be recapping Dover that actually ran today. It was rained out yesterday. Um, I know Chase Elliott won today. I'm not sure who won the uh, – I think it was a Xfinity Series race um, that ran this weekend as well. So the guys will catch up on that, get you guys ready for next weekend's race as well. Um, if they're even racing on Mother's Day, I don't know, I'm not 100%. They might not be running next weekend. They, that's, that's, that's why I'll be tuning in to Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network tomorrow night as well. Thursday night, um, Southern Dirt Track Report, local racing out of Mississippi, Louisiana, Florida. Um, the guys put on a great show, great time. Make sure you guys check that out. I know Jay Dillon be stopping by um, and, and promoting his show, and why is that important? Because Jay's, Jay Dillon, the the Jay Dillon show will be debuting this month, Sunday night, 8 o'clock. Yes, the Jay Dillon show is going to be on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock this month. We're just waiting for an actual date. I'm going to assume that is going to be um, probably the Sunday after Mother's Day. I think he's waiting for after Mother's Day to get by so he doesn't have to can't miss a week uh, right after starting the show. Um, but looking forward to having him on the network and a great time, um, great character. Looking forward to have him part of the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network and the 110 Nation family as well. If you're out there and you're listening to um, the show, if it be on iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, YouTube, or even Wisdom, um, if you're interested in joining the 110 Nation, say you have a show and you want us to syndicate it and put it on our platform, that way it gets distributed to all these different platforms to help grow your um, your show and be part of our network and help our network to grow. Or maybe you don't have a platform, um, you're listening and you, you wanted to do a show, didn't want to maybe pay to you know, be on different platforms or didn't know how to do it or whatever the case may be. Um, or maybe you just want to come on and maybe be a co-host. That is something that this show is currently looking for. I, at some point, I'd like to extend the show to a two-hour show. Um, but I want to make sure that I have a, a co-host that I can work with that's compatible with me. 
Um, I, I don't want to extend to a two-hour show and then have a bunch of uh, dead, silent time, so I've been waiting um, and rather do a one-hour show that I have nonstop talking um, versus having a two-hour show with some dead air time. Um, so if you're interested in joining, or maybe you just want to come on 15, 20-minute segments, maybe you just want to talk strictly NBA as we got the playoffs going right now, bye-bye, Brooklyn. Um, or maybe you want to uh, come on and talk the NFL. Whoa, whoa, we just had a draft. We're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Um, or Major League Baseball or whatever the case may be, all you got to do is hit me up, mrcjsports at gmail.com, or all you got to do is shoot us a message um, on either one of our fan pages, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, or the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. We'd love to have an opportunity to uh, get you on um, or syndicate it or whatever the case may be on the 110 Nation uh, Sports Radio Network and continue to grow what we're doing here. Um, We're not going anywhere. We're in our 11th year. I guess this started back on April 15, 2011. Have no intentions of, uh, as like I said, we locked in the next 10 years, our websites. So we have no intentions of going anywhere. I've got to make sure that I thank uh, Phoenix Fitness. Um, that's FNX. Uh, you guys uh, can find them at FN, FNXFit.com. Um, great supplements, great product, um, great uh, gym wear. Um, they donate a gallon of water for every product that is ordered, so make sure you guys check them out. Carolina Sports Plus, I am still waiting. As a matter of fact, I got to message Mario tonight um, as I'm making my way to North Carolina um, the weekend of June 10th. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we won't have a show that weekend, whether the 12th, 13th, whatever that is. Uh, go to go get my son and come back. Um, we're going to hang out with the daughter, grandson, and all that great stuff in North Carolina. Um, need to get up with him. Give me uh, some uh, new uh, Carolina Sports uh, Plus uh, gear. Um, so uh, make sure you guys jump over to their fan page, Carolina Sports Plus. I'm uh, waiting on the word for the website, um, so you guys can order directly off the website. But all you got to do is send them a message. Tell them what you're looking for. Let them know the 110 Nation sent you, and he'll hook you up. And also got to thank uh, Bears Bullish uh, Market Report. Um, without these great marketing partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we do and grow the way we grow. So I want to make sure that I thank each and every last one of them. Ah, breaking news. I always love breaking news. I love an opportunity to break some news. Um, it happened a little bit earlier today. It's not like it just happened or anything. Um, it happened a few hours back. But uh, Cardinals wide receiver Jerondra Hopkins suspended six games for violating NFL's uh, PED policy. Um, are we really surprised? <laughs> um, not not really, to be honest. Um For those that are new to the show, I'm going to break a little something off for you. Um, for those that have listened to the show, I, I ain't talked about this in a while, so it, you know, unless you've been a long-time listener, it's not been a, really a, a subject of uh, conversation in a while. I, I think the PED conversation outside of maybe Barry Bonds not getting into the Hall of Fame, which I just think you did the Hall of Fame injustice. There's no reason that Barry Bonds should not be in the Hall of Fame. Um, he didn't make his vision any better. He didn't make a swing of bat any faster. Um, the whole PED conversation, I, I, I feel that she, you, you walk a, a fine line with that. Um, you, you want these athletes to compete at the highest level 
you 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 expect these these athletes to do and and, and accomplish certain things. You expect these these athletes to do this without feeling any of the wear and tear after the, any of the sores, um, soreness of not only practice, not only in the gym, um, but also the game time as well. Um, it's funny because I, I've watched documentaries and I've done my own research. Um, when it comes to PDs, more specifically, I watched a whole documentary on Netflix about steroids. And outside of basically if you let yourself self-grow, growing a chest as a guy, that's really the only proven side effect. Some people can say that they're more aggressive or have roid rage, if that's what you want to call it. And if you watch your traditional back in the day after school specials, uh, you, you would have you would have thought Roy's turned you into this complete monster and beat everybody up and abused their girlfriends. And it's not even that. <laughs> I, I have been around many people <laughs> that uh, – you know, you, you spend half your, your life in the gym. Um, you've been around many things. You've seen a lot of things. Um, some of these people, the, the best moods in their life <laughs> uh, was why they were they were doing different stuff. Um, I Once upon a time, um, I used to get a product called Mass Tabs. Um, they say, I don't know how true it is, but they say it was like one molecule away from being like classified as a steroid. Also, I was, uh, at the same time, I was taking a a pill form of a product called Trend. Um, Both of them I got at Gold's Gym at the time. Both of them were over-the-counter. You were allowed to buy them. Um, After about two or three cycles of doing it, um, it did get banned. Um, They pulled it off the shelf. Um, For whatever reason, I don't know. Um, you could tell the significant difference in my – I had a picture. I had to go get – I had a picture taken um, of my ID. Excuse me, that something happened. I had to go six months later. Again. I think it expired. I think something happened, and I had to go get an ID. I might have got stolen or broken or whatever the case was. And then when they did it, they don't – if you're before your expiration date in North Carolina and you go get a picture, they don't reset your expiration date. They make you read, especially if you're six months out. I think you got to be within 90 days. They make you go back and get another ID. And you could tell in a six-month period of time I had kind of blown up. Um, that was the, I think the first time I hit over 400 in the gym. Um, at one point, a handful of years, no, probably about 10 years later at this point, um, maybe not quite 10 years later, um, I was able to hit uh, 460 in the gym. Um, that was small time high. I probably could have pushed a little bit harder. Um, I end up, things didn't happen, life happened, and I fell out of the gym. Now I'm just redoing everything. Um, and it's crazy because I, I think so many people get this misconception of what PEDs do. People act like they inject themselves or take a, a magic pill, and all of a sudden the veins start popping, they turn green, and muscles just start popping out everywhere. And I, I don't think they understand really the end of the day. The only thing PEDs do is help you recover quicker. I, I know people that could spend about six hours in the gym lifting like they've never lifted before, 
and then wake up the next morning and feel nothing like they had did nothing the day before they could go back and do the same muscle group the next day like nothing even happened I, I, at the end of the day that was really the extent of it uh, made you hungry um, they they were eating and if you ever watch any of those people they they constantly and you watch any of these bodybuilders they, they always talk about the they always have these meal plans and everything it makes you eat like you you have to fuel your body um, as because this the this the PED I guess is we're gonna call it um, I always I don't know I was gonna say supplement but PED it, it consumes it it it, it needs the, the basically feed off the energy and feed off you know the protein and stuff that's putting in your body. Um, so, I mean, you're, you're eating more, you're recovering faster, but you're not turning green. You're, you're steroids are, you're, you're, I mean, your veins are not popping out. Muscles are not just all of a sudden, boom, 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 and you're walking around like the, the incredible hawk or something. Um, and it's funny because I think people have this misconception. And at the end of the day, I'm, as much of a sports guy, I, watching these documentaries and, and showing because there's no actual long-term data to prove that there's really any negative side effects, no different than anything else anybody else takes. I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue. I, you, you start walking this fine line when you talk about this supplement, you're allowed to take this supplement, you're not allowed. This supplement, you're, it, it's, it's over-the-counter, such as like I'm not taking the mass tabs and the pill form, the trend. Now it's no longer now it's no longer permitted. Now this is permitted, but now this is no longer permitted. Like you start walking this fine line, and at the end of the day, and everybody, well, what about the wear and the tear? About just like any other supplement, if you cycle on and cycle off like you're supposed to, there's no negative effects to your body as long as you take your post-cycle treatments, you you take your liver and, and heart medicines and everything else that you or, uh, supplements that you're supposed to take with it, just like what you are supposed to take anything else. I, I got something today, and I have to take a, a, a supplement for my liver, my, so it doesn't damage it because of the the chemicals that come out of these supplements. Um, and this is just over the counter local product, like it is not even you know anything that. You had to go sneak and get or even hardcore. It was just such your local, you know, um, nutrition place. Um, at the end of the day, it's, they're, they're, there's really no difference. Um, if I sat here and took anything over the counter or what I have, because he done told me two months, three months is pushing it. Well, I, three months max. I'm not saying pushing it. Um, do you really need to take two, two months because it takes, and it's how you can tell, it's not as strong as what they're taking because it's going to take a full month before I even feel anything from it um, to, to help me in the gym as I'm on my road to recovery. Um, again, back to some kind of size and shape. I, I, I miss the days of benching for uh, 460 and working out all day long. And um, you know, there for the longest time, I had to bike 10 miles to work in back. Um, and I was, what, 255 pounds, a 40-inch waist. And you, you couldn't tell me at that point in time. That was when I really got into the whole bouncing gig. Um, but... Just like anything that I, I go into the local ice ice smoothie, or you go into GNC, or you go into Vitamin World, or anywhere else you get this, if you don't cycle all the stuff and you constantly take it, you're going to have side effects, and that's no different than taking PEDs um, and, and taking steroids or uh, injectable trend or test or whatever they're they're taking these days. Um, 
long as you cycle on, cycle off like you're supposed to, as long as you take your post-cycle treatment, as long as you take the, the necessary, necessary vitamins and supplements that take care of your liver, your heart, and all those things, then you're fine. It's the ones that abuse it, the ones that are not taking it and cycling every other day or once a week or whatever whatever strength and whatever particular one they're taking, and the ones that continue to take it day after day because once you get off of it, then you're completely – you start losing that strength. You don't have that recovery time. And so you you, you have those people out there that – don't want to come off of it and continue to take cycle after cycle after cycle, which then, yes, that's going to be a negative effect to your body. Um, but at the end of the day, um, really is no different than half the stuff. And uh, you, you're going to have to mother my children. Some of the stuff I took, uh, you know, that I got from GNC, whatever, she would have swore that it, it gave me a bad attitude and everything else and no different than what people claim that steroids or any other PED does. So it's not any different than anything you get over the counter. It's about how you do it, how you take care of your body. So at the end of the day, I don't have, I don't have an issue with it. Like I, I just don't. Um, and you got those out there that's, well, what about the record books? So you're going to me, tell me with an honest, straight face that Lou Gehrig hit 61 home runs with no supplements, no nothing at all, just so natural. Then I could be mistaken if someone else could have beaten his 61, but the last time I don't keep up with a lot of baseball, and more so now I worry about the Dane Dragons. I have a game this Saturday. I had two games last week. If it don't rain, I got a game I'm going to tomorrow night because uh, the third person in our partial season tickets, their their partner is not going, so I'm getting what well, my brother um, is not going, so I get a slide in and take that seat as well. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily keep up with Major League Baseball as much as I should or want to. Um, but you're going to tell me that Lou Gehrig hit 61 home runs, and it took all the way until Sammy Soso, Mark McGuire, who were juicing it, and Barry Bonds to essentially beat this right. You're going to tell me that with a straight face that you can testify that there is no way he took anything. I'm not saying he took anything. But I'm also not too delusional to think that it's not far-fetched that he was not taking something that gave him an edge, that he held a 61 home runs, a season home run record for all these years, and it took two baseball players that were juiced to finally beat the record. Like, there's no way you're going to convince me with 100% certainty that he wasn't possibly taking something that they weren't testing for. Or I don't think they were testing for anything back in those days. Um, but you, there's no way. We all know Babe Ruth played doing cocaine, so it's not like they were testing for all this stuff. So you're, you're going to tell me without a shadow of a doubt, there is no absolutely positively no doubt in your mind that Lou Gehrig did it completely clean, and it took three guys to finally beat that record being juiced up. Well, two being juiced up, one accused of being juiced up. And that, to me, is just as bad as the whole Tom Brady thing. You're going to suspend Tom Brady for accusing him of deflating balls. You can never prove it. Just like you're not going to let Barry Bonds to be in the Hall of Fame because you accuse him of juicing can't prove it. I mean, I'm not delusional. He took something. 
I also can I can also testify the fact that just taking sensory masks have and trend back on the day pill form before they were no longer allowed over the counter and then the uh, trend they they adjusted that and made it an injectable form and everything else. I, I don't know if it was illegal or not illegal if I would have been tested and competed and everything else. I don't know the guidelines. I wasn't a professional athlete. But I can attest that just taking something that I got at Gold's Gym made me blow up like Barry Bonds blew up and made my it made it where I was able to get stronger because I was recovering faster. Now that wasn't the only thing I was oh my lord, I was probably consuming <laughs> I was probably consuming eight to ten protein drinks a day. I was taking creatine, I was having protein bars, um, you you name it. I was uh steak chicken um there, there was a lot of things that contributed to it all not just the taking the mass tabs and, and the, the trend um but i i can attest to the fact that i i can put on size and even in a six-month period of time now i didn't look like barry bonds and i didn't go from the the scrawny barry bonds from the pittsburgh pirates days to the diesel dieseled up looking barry bonds of the, the san francisco giants days but um, I can attest taking all the protein, creatine, and stuff I could buy from GNC, not to mention consuming um, and, and consuming all the uh, natural proteins like the meats and stuff that you can put on size. So um, I don't know. I'm just not – I'm not – super against all this. I am just not. At the end of the day, I think you spend more time and more money trying to prevent something that is inevitable, that these athletes and these different biotech companies and everything else just find different ways to tweak it where it does not show up in all the tests or doesn't show up in tests till you tweak your test and someone finally gets comes up hot and then they retweak it and then everybody else takes the new version of it until they until someone else comes hot and then they just tweak it again like to me this is just a never ending cycle uh, a never ending um money pit that at the end of the day athletes are going to take what they're going to take um whether they take it in the off season, whether or not, you know, they, they get caught, whether or not they do get caught, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> so why fight the inevitable? I guarantee if you walked out, Major League Baseball said tomorrow, everybody random tests, and they, they tested the entire Major League Baseball or the NFL tested the entire, every single player on every single roster, you would have more athletes than you could ever imagine come up positive for PED all at the same time. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing the odds. This is like when I was in the military and people were smoking weed still and everything else. You were playing the odds. You knew that coming back from a weekend, especially a long weekend, that they were only going to pick so many, so many soldiers. There was only going to be so many of us. It'd be 10, 15 people. And then you had to take on, on out of all the, the, the entire company. So you're, you're talking about 100, 200 people, and probably even more. I can't remember now. Um, and so you know that about 10, 15% of you, the, the, the company was going to get tested. Then you knew that only probably 10%, so maybe. Maybe, well, I'd say more 10%, probably five of those were actually going to be actually tested. 
they were testing all 15 or so of those. So you, you were playing the odds for those that were doing drugs still while they were in the military. Um, same thing with the, these athletes. They're, they're playing the odds. They, they, the, they would rather be able to accomplish what they need to accomplish, perform what they need to perform to get the contracts they need to and play the odds in their favor. It's just like playing the, the, the Powerball or playing the Mega. They're, they're just playing their odds. At the end of the day, they want that money up front. They win, they win, they don't, they don't. I mean, Hopkins gets suspended for six games. Look at the money he's made. You think he just this year all of a sudden did it, and this was the first time he ever did it? Oh, you caught me. This is the first time that I've ever done PEDs. Shame on me. Um, I, I, I was peer pressured. I didn't know what I was taking. Um, all the cool kids were doing it. Um, come on. He was playing the odds. He finally got caught. But look at all the money that Hopkins makes. And, and it's funny how we hold different players to different standards on top of that. I guarantee that Hopkins will probably end up in, and can. He'll end up in the Hall of Fame with his career, especially if he continues playing the way that he's been playing. And nobody will bat an eye. Nobody will, will even shake a leg about it. But here we have Roger Clemens and – Barry Bonds that will never see the Hall of Fame ever. That's just insane to me that that's – and nobody cares. Nobody, nobody even gives it a second thought. There, there are many players that have came up hot, <laughs> that have gone, gone on to being in the Hall of Fame, that have tested for one PED or another. But you have all these these sports writers, these old major league baseball heads that are bound to determine that they're going to make an example out of Barry Bonds that you can never prove that actually took PEDs, never came up hot for anything. But because of the assumption, you're not going to let him and you're not going to vote him in the Hall of Fame, but we have players all the time to include, I guarantee, John Hopkins is going to be in the Hall of Fame at some point. That just ain't crazy, crazy insane to me. Um, but he will be spending the six first, uh, the first six games of the season on the sideline, watching his team do what they do, um, with or without possibly the quarterback, um, as he's bound to determine that he's worth more than what he's actually worth, and is determined he's not going to play. Um, without a long-term, highest-paid quarterback kind of contract. Um, I thought this was funny. We, we talked about this, I don't know, two or three shows ago. Um, the NFL has cleared um, Hugh Jackson, uh, the Cleveland Browns, and Hugh Jackson taking allegations, um, says it can't be sustained. Uh, I told you all. <laughs> All you had to do was be a Cleveland Browns fan to know that nobody intentionally has ever just tanked. We just sucked for so many years. I don't care if it was 1-31 or whatever the case may be. We've had, what, two? I can't. I don't know if we had a winning season last year. I don't know if our record was winning or not. We had only like two or three winning seasons since we've returned back to the NFL in 2000. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to worry and, and have allegations and, and assume that we're tanking. Have you not looked at the history of the Cleveland Browns since they returned in 2000? 
You know, maybe if we went from that that the fumble and the drive in the mid to eight, mid to late eighties, and then we turned around after those few seasons and went zero and sixteen and one and fifteen. Then maybe this be, I could see this being a conversation. But being a long, 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 it was eight nine. So we've had two winning seasons. We went to the playoffs and lost to the Steelers, and we went to the playoffs two years ago. And barely lost to the Chiefs. All you had to do, like I said in the show, all you had to do was just be a longtime brand fan to know that we don't intentionally got a tank. We just suck. <laughs> you don't learn not to get your hopes up. You got the hopes up the first year that that Odell Beckham was there. That <laughs> try not to get your hopes up. When we go to the playoffs. We actually beat beat the Steelers in the playoffs, and then. Come so close to beating the Chiefs. So, of course, naturally, rolling to the next season, thinking, all right, this this is going to be it. We're going to go farther, and we can't even get a winning season. <laughs> Don't have Odell Beckham no more. Don't, pretty soon, ain't going to have Baker Mayfield no more. We don't even know who our starting quarterback is going to be this year. I mean, sure, we signed just Sean Watson. Most guaranteed money ever, but there's no guarantees to play. There's no guarantees on play the complete season. As we, who knows at this point? I'm gonna 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 accuse the Browns of tanking. Hey, can you look at the history of the Browns in the last 22 years? You, you didn't have to investigate. I thought this headline was funny. NFL uh, NFL dot com. Niners make a QB Mister Irrelevant. Did you, did you not see this draft class? Every quarterback that got drafted in this year's draft is Mister Irrelevant. There one one single quarterback that stuck stuck out. There's not one single quarterback that's going to start in this rookie class. There's one not even one single quarterback that probably will see any kind of significant even if the team's getting the brakes beat off them or beating the brakes off somebody playtime at this point. There might not even be a quarterback that got drafted this year that's ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. This was one of the worst NFL drafts, especially at the quarterback position, that we've seen in a long time. Ain't nobody want to even draft up. Yet teams fighting, trying to draft down. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars went ahead and selected uh, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Uh, looking to add some uh, speed and some muscle to that um, defensive uh, side of the ball. Got to do something. Uh, the offense ain't moving that ball with, uh, oh, what's his face, uh, Trevor Lawrence. All that hype. They have never lost, a, never, uh, never lost a high school game and all that garbage in Clemson. And when you Clemson, you played nobody. You played the ACC. You beat an injured, plagued Alabama team once, and you, you you got the worst call in your favor in the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. Outside of that, you didn't beat nobody. You beat the you beat the ACC, and you beat some nobody, no 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 name teams. Now you in the NFL, and you look like straight garbage. People were so surprised they didn't select that Aiden Hutchinson. No, and nobody was impressed with him. Like I'm surprised he even was second. That tells you how lacking of 
quality talent came out in this draft. Like they, they, it was, there was there was not a lot to go around. Uh, Detroit selected uh, Hutchinson, um, and then the second overall pick. Um, I so Detroit's one of the teams you just kind of go to and to, to end your career like. You kind of feel bad for a team or players that get to get drafted to go to Detroit. Being a Buckeye, then I don't, I don't, I don't have no sympathy for Hutchinson. Uh, Houston on the third pick went with Derek uh, Stingley, cornerback um, out of LSU. Um, trying to add some pieces to that Houston defense. Why they try to figure out life? Why they try to figure out the quarterback position and, and how exactly they want to proceed for it? Um, New York Giants went ahead and got Kayvon out of Oregon, um, and some uh, defense, second best pass rusher in the draft, um, uh, according to NFL.com um, or uh, MileHighReport.com. I'm sorry. Um, it's crazy to have five teams that just really don't stand or four teams that just really don't stand out. Washington, Dallas, the Giants, um, or the Eagles. Like it's like the only division you you could be sub five hundred and still make the playoffs, still still win the division. Um Carolina Panthers. I, I think a lot of people were surprised. I think people thought that uh, Carolina was going to go in a different direction, either uh, get uh, Kyler Pickett or Malik, um, whatever his name is, Malik, the other quarterback. I can't think of his name off the top of the team. go to the first round. Um, obviously, um, Carolina is content. Honestly, I think that they wanted to work on other pieces. I, I think that they saw the lack of quality quarterbacks in this draft, so they decided that they were going to draft the best possible player that was in the draft at that point in time. And throughout this draft, as they went with uh, Akeem Ikawandu, um, offensive tackle out of NC State, to help make that offensive line better. That way, when they get an opportunity to draft a, a potential starting quarterback and a stronger quarterback class, you have an offensive line to protect him. Give him time, give an opportunity for him to develop um, and be able to create a running running game to, to help ease some of the pressure um, and the learning curve for um, whoever they decide to draft as they move forward um, and, and kind of rebuilding this team. It just seems that ever since they lost Cam Newton, the first go-around, there was really no game plan. They tried the Sam Darnold. They tried this piece. They tr- none of the pieces, they, they didn't they didn't invest or, or draft or really go after a quality quarterback. They were kind of just trying to put a Band-Aid in place of a quarterback that once upon a time was a decent quarterback. I never thought Cam Newton was really a great quarterback. That that can be too debatable. I, I'm not totally delusional to say that it's not a debatable topic. Um, but once the injuries and the production and the accuracy continued to fall off, I think it kind of caught Carolina by surprise. And from that point forward, they were kind of kind of in a position to try to find pieces, uh, trying to um, 
trying to to essentially put a bandit, I guess is the best terminology I could use, to, and, until they found that right fit. Um, you know, half of, I would say at least half of my friends, you know, spending 22, 23 years total. I got there in, what, 2000, left, came back, what, so uh, uh, 17 years, 19 years, whatever it was. Uh, I got out in 2000, I got back in uh, 98, so 21 years that I actually spent in North Carolina. Uh, an opportunity to to meet and, and hang out and, and talk with a lot of Carolina uh, Panthers fans. Um, they would love more anything to, to be able to have a uh, um, a winning football team, an organization that is not uh, uh, kind of like the Browns two years ago. All of a sudden, we shot to the top and made the playoffs and won a game, and then Carolina kind of did the same thing, got hot, went to the Super Bowl, then kind of fizzled out. Um, you know, the, the the Panthers and Carolina didn't have a football team for all those years, finally get a football team. And, you know, it, it took a, a long time to win over fans in North Carolina because most, most of those people that live, in North, that live in North Carolina were Washington Redskins fans. That was, was either you were a Washington Redskins fan or an Atlanta Falcons fan. You, you were kind of in between. You kind of picked your poison on which route you went. And so it took a while to win over a lot of people to become Carolina fans. But if you lived in Carolina – you at the end of the day, you um, you know you 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 became a hometown fan. You you wanted your home state to win a championship, and Cam Newton came along, and you have Steve Smith out there. Um, you had Williams in the running back. You had all these different uh, pieces that you know you you started giving Carolina fans hope and, and reason to be a Panther fan and, and want to support and and have the confidence and then it's like everybody either got old, retired, or got injured, and it just never finished. And now they're running around trying to put Band-Aids on things. And I think now you see the Carolina team looking at, let's, let's go ahead and get this offensive line. Let's go ahead and build this so we, when we get a quarterback, our franchise quarterback, our long-term quarterback, we're going to have an offensive line that's going to protect them, a young, uh, young offensive offensive line that's going to grow together, be one unit, and be able to help us grow a quarterback and and be able to um, develop a quarterback and not get hurt, not have to be like Cam Newton running around, then suffering injuries and everything else. Um, the New York Giants um, had the seventh pick as well. They went with Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Um, really, any – there's not a lot of – I'm not going to say – you actually have a quarterback, and Mac Jones is actually doing well um, in New England. Usually most of those quarterbacks that come out of Alabama don't do too well. Usually most of your running backs are injured out of Alabama. you got some good receivers out there. But your offensive line, usually your offensive line players are good, good solid, um, big guys. And as much as I hate Alabama, um, this is going to be a, a great, um, addition for the New York Giants, putting one of those big um, Alabama, Alabama fed, taught 
offensive players to help protect your quarterback. Um, I, I don't see you can ever go wrong. There, there's a few teams out there. I don't feel you can ever go wrong. Uh, Alabama, Ohio State, um, when it comes to your offensive line players, um, I, I think you, you start picking out of those, especially those two um, um, schools, you're, you're really setting yourself up for um, a good opportunity to, uh, and even a lot of uh, Penn State offensive players, um, offensive line guys. Um, then the Falcons went with Drake London, um, wide receiver out of USC. Um, kind of curious to see um, how things go in um, Atlanta with no Matt Ryan. Obviously, need to add some receiving pieces, give uh, um, the quarterback some targets, and, and to help into this transition, having a new quarterback. Um, so, looking forward to um, as the the it's still kind of in the air on what which route they're going at, even at the quarterback position. Seattle Seahawks offensive tackle. Uh, that was one of the things that Russell Wilson had complained about, but Russell Wilson decided uh, to, let's go to Denver. Um, so now they decide that they're going to add uh, some offensive uh, um, linemen and, and to help protect the next quarterback as they drafted Charles Gross, or I'm sorry, Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. The Jets went ahead and got Garrett Wilson, um, one of the uh, better quarterbacks out of, I'm not going to say the best, one of the better receivers out of this draft out of Ohio State. Got an opportunity to watch him a lot. Um, him and Chris Alave, Alave um, who went uh, 11th, went to New Orleans Saints. Um, it was a, a you know, the, the great tandem, a great uh, duo, probably one of the best, if not best, um, duo out of this uh, this this class. Um, so it was great to have an opportunity to watch both of them. Um, but the Saints went ahead and got Chris Alave. Um, Detroit Lions went ahead and picked up wide receiver Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Um, well, there's been a few receivers lately, Alabama, that has done great, so we'll see what happens. Um, it's one of those things, can you stay healthy? That seems to be the Achilles heels when it comes to running backs and receivers out of Alabama for one reason or another. Like I said, we've had, we've had a few lately that has not been an issue. Um, it kind of seems that the tide, no pun intended, has changed. So we'll see. Um, Philadelphia went with Jordan Davis, defensive tackle. Um, as they end up getting A.J. Brown in a draft. It's crazy because it was such an uproar. He did, he was demanding to be the best, the highest paid receiver and was going to sit out this and that and the other. They said, uh, Titan said, okay, we're just going to make you our problem no more. Then it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Well, you kind of asked for it. Like, you, you can't refuse to play for the team that has employed you. So when you get traded, don't act surprised or you get let go. Don't be surprised. Like, I think a lot of these owners are just getting tired and fed up of this whole, well, you're going to pay me this amount of money or I'm just going to sit here on the sideline. That's just like the whole Ben Simmons like all these people talked about um, 76ers, and he he's going to file whatever grievance or whatever to get his money that he was not paid. I don't think people have so much sympathy for Ben Simmons anymore because you had an opportunity to make things right, go ahead and play in uh, Brooklyn, and you still refuse to play. I don't feel that the Philadelphia 76ers have – any reason to ever have to give Ben Simmons any of the money they've withheld because he proved going to the next team that he's going to do what he wants when he wants. 
So any kind of grievance and whatever back pay and everything else that, that was even a topic of conversation at one point in time, that that just became non-void. Like that's that's just silly talk. Just like these players, I I I'm, I want to see more owners. You know what? You don't want to play here. We have a budget. We're only allowed so much. We want to have a team. We don't want to have two players and then a um, a practice squad. Like we want to have a, a team. We want to have what the Patriots had for so long when Tom Brady decided we're going to be a team, not we're going to be Tom Brady and a practice squad. Like. It blows my mind that we live in a generation and in a world that even millionaire ball players, ball players that play this game, people that play this game for free in their backyard, play free in Pee Wee and youth leagues and high school and well used to play free in college. Well, they went free. They got a great scholarship and got free college and the best colleges and just most of them didn't take advantage of it. Now they're now that's part of the whole entitlement thing. Now you're either gonna pay me or I'm gonna transfer to another school that's gonna play me and pay me and everything else. Um but it blows my mind how we have such entitled millionaires that you're going to pay me what I feel that I am worth or I'm not going to play. Like, are you serious? Like $10 million a year is not enough for you to just catch a a few passes. And and like, are you serious? (laughs) The ridiculousness of this whole conversation just blows my mind. I, I can never imagine. I, I run the be, the. I'm not gonna say the best store. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sound conceited like that. But I do run the busiest store. I have the top sales in my entire market. I have our food program. I am number one in our entire market for the entire region. Um, my cash control is the best in the market, or at least top three in the market, depending on which which week or which month it is. Um, if I'm one, two, or three, depending if anything's happened, like this weekend, they took a fake $20 bill. Um, another person, Saturday morning, someone walked out and stole six cases of beer and a duffel bag full of candy. So it varies the reasons why, this, that, and the other. I am number two in what they call the ambassador club with one period left to go could take the top spot in the entire region. Um, basically, I would have to just give points away on top of getting all zeros to not be eligible to stay in the top five to win me yet another exotic trip from the company that I work for. Um, last time it was Cancun, all-expense-paid trip. It was supposed to be the Virgin Islands. Um, I forget where they went. They have changed it up. They've actually lowered it. used to be top six. They've actually lowered the number of people that are eligible for it so they can upgrade. I guess this last trip they had personal butlers and everything else. Um, they're, they're, re- they're reducing the numbers to upgrade our, our trips. And I couldn't imagine with all that said, the things that I've been able to accomplish um, and the, the pieces I've put in place, at the end of the day, the team, I, I will never say I did it all. Um, I just kind of put the pieces in place, and we work as a team. Um, the first store that I took over, we did about nine grand a week. Um, before they shut it down, we were doing 25 grand a week. The next store we uh, took over for the six months I was there, 
we took it from 16 grand a week to 20 grand a week. I moved to Ohio. Um, the store that I'm currently at, I was the fourth store manager in the 11 months that was open. It was barely doing 30 grand, had theft and internal issues left and right. Fast forward two years later, and we're doing over 60 grand a week, number one, if not top three in cash flow. Um, and I'm getting ready to be able to go to my second out of three years um, ambassador club. And the only reason I was ineligible last year is because somebody sold to an underage, under, under, undercover, underage agent. And so that knocked my eligibility out. Even with all that said, resume speaks for itself. I couldn't imagine walking in tomorrow and saying, you know what? I thought you paid me two more dollars an hour. I'm going to sit right here and not do jack. I, I'm willing to bet if I pushed it, I probably could get 50 cents, maybe a dollar more. And, and it, it would be a whole conversation, but I probably could push it. But to say, uh, you're going to pay me top, like I, I'm going to be the top paid store manager in the entire company or the entire region or even the entire market, they would look at me like I was Bobo the Clown and done fell and bumped my head. Now, I would I would never put my odds in my, you know, play, play those odds. I will wait until next month when the – they do our reviews, and I will take whatever it's two and a half, three percent raise that I get, and just have to be happy with it. I done an interview last month to be a district manager, so they're working on a self-development plan to get me ready, so that way, if a district we call them market managers in the market opens up, I have an opportunity. But I couldn't imagine feeling so entitled that you know what. Unless you pay me to be the, the, the highest paid manager in the entire market, I'm not working. That that is that's just crazy to me that these players feel that they are that entitled. That I don't want to hear well the, the there's no loyalty. There's no loyalty with anybody. It's a business. I could be fired tomorrow, you could be fired tomorrow, I could put my two-week notice in, they could already have my replacement training for all I know, and your replacement, anybody. There's no loyalty in any company. Most people, if a higher paid job came along, maybe even with maybe better benefits, they would take an RB. I will say that I have been offered up to $8 more an hour to go to work for a different company. I'm also a firm believer that not all money is good money. I like my job. As a matter of fact, I love my job. I have no intentions until the day that I either hit A, the lottery, which I don't play, or the stock and cryptos that I invest on a weekly or daily basis. This market turns around that I don't have to work, and I can sit here and do this and build the 110 Nation, uh, the 110 Nation and the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Until then, I have no intentions of leaving the company I work for. I could have been paid almost $10 more. It was, at that time, $9 more an hour. Would I have been happy? Would I have liked my boss? Would I have liked my boss's boss? Would I have an opportunity to grow? Would I have the freedom that I have every day to sing, cut up, uh, have the relationship with the customers that I have and everything else? There's no guarantee. So I, I'm not one that all money is good money. Um, I, I, my happiness, 
my most days enjoying going to work. Some days, like one in today, and had to deal with someone stealing seven cases of beer and holding up a bag of candy, or having to deal with counterfeit money, or having to deal with whatever doesn't make my job necessary. People call out while I'm on the show. I had someone, my only person is with me until eight o'clock in the morning. So from four o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock in the morning, which is about the busiest part of my day, I'm gonna be alone. I already know this going right into the gate. So I definitely, like I said at the beginning of the show, the goal is to get up about one thirty so I can be working around 2-ish. That is probably what's going to have to happen to make tomorrow to be a success and get ready for my audit that's on Wednesday. That I already planned on had to be in early to try to get everything done that's got to be done so that the store um, gets a good rating on the whole audit process. So anyway, um, we'll talk more about the draft as the uh, the final grades and details of everybody comes out. Um, I will be breaking down and talking uh, more about um, the, the the draft this year, um, how I feel everybody did, and it will, we'll be breaking down different teams throughout each week um, as we get ready for the uh, 20, um, 2022 season um, this year. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow night you guys can check out Race Chat Live right here live on Blog Talk Radio. Um, Thursday night at 8 o'clock, I don't know if I said that, Chris, Craig, and uh, Taz, they'll be getting you guys caught up um, on Dover last weekend and everything going on in the NASCAR and racing world. I don't know if they have a guest or not, to be 100% honest. Thursday night, you got Southern Dirt Track Report, a uh, local show that covers Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, and Florida. Um, waiting on the word for the Jake Dinlin show. Uh, like I said, I would assume it's going to be the Sunday after Mother's Day, um, but he is supposed to be making his debut um, some one Sunday this month. <laughs> one of these Sundays um, in May. Um, that's all we know. Um, we knew that about three weeks ago. It was, it was not a hard date, um, but it'll be on 8 o'clock uh, Sunday nights right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Uh, don't forget, you guys can uh, – like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. If you like my, uh, follow me as well, Mr. CJ Sports. Don't forget, you can catch the show on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcast, Stitcher. Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, YouTube. Just go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork. Um, catch all the shows, all the links to all the different platforms, our show schedules, our marketing partners. I um, want to once again thank everybody that is catching us on the Wisdom app um, and catching the sh- catching this show on there. Um, eventually, um, hopefully, <laughs> we'll have to be working because uh, I DoorDash on the side to help pay for my uh, stock and crypto obsession. Um, hopefully, one of these days, I'll be able to sit in the studio and do live shows with them as well and uh, those that uh, catch this on the Wisdom app will be able to catch those shows as well. If you're listening to us on the Wisdom sh- uh, app, like I said, just go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork uh, and you can catch all the shows and all the replays over there. Um, but I do want to thank all those that are listening to us on the or listening to the show on the Wisdom app. If you guys out there listening have not downloaded the Wisdom app, um, you're catching it on a different platform. It's a great platform, a bunch of great shows. Um, all you got to do um, is go to the Google Play Store or however you download an Apple. I don't have an iPhone. Um, it is on both platforms. Um, 
crystal clear shows, great shows. Um, I usually catch one or two different parts of shows as I am either doing paperwork in the morning, on my way in at 4 a.m. as there are shows all 24 hours going. Um, like I said, a bunch of great shows. Man, you guys need to check them out as well. I got to thank uh, Phoenix Fitness. You guys can find them at FNXFit. That's phoenixfit.com. Um, Carolina Sports Plus, you guys can check them out on Facebook. Still waiting on word on the site. And uh, Bears Markish Bull Report, um, without these marketing partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So I want to make sure that I thank each and, last, each and every last one of them. Um, like I said, Tuesday night, Race Chat Live. I will be back here uh, Monday night for the 110 Nation Sports Show, 8 o'clock. Till next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.